notes in class once again again we're here we're doing this again every week it seems like (laughs) weird weird right soup's weird uh just in case you forgot this is krista and this is virginia i wonder if people who listen to this uh know which voice goes with who i mean i i certainly hope our friends who listen to this do (laughs) oh yeah like your mom and then our two friends i'm pretty sure our mom my mom knows and, I would think so. Um, because yeah, I, I think my friends know. When which I listen voice to podcasts, sometimes even if I like, especially with my favorite murder, I flip flop their voices often. Oh, I have them down. Oh, it. I still don't. I'm listening to. Have you watched Nailed It on Netflix? Yes. Okay, Nicole Byer, who hosts that show, yeah. is like one of my new favorite people, and she has a podcast called Why Won't You Date Me, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm trying not to swear as much on this podcast, but um, I just had to put that out there. It is so, she is so funny. I really hope she goes on tour soon so that mm-hmm. I can see her, but yeah, that's what I've been listening So it's just her, and then she has guests, so obviously you know that yeah. voice. But yeah, my favorite murder, I know, I know the voices. Yeah. I, I have it down. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I mean, they have different personalities too mm-hmm. but yeah I don't know someday someday I just don't listen I guess I don't listen regularly enough to anything I haven't listened in a while I think I just needed something not murdery yeah and so many podcasts are true crime yeah like so many or they're, they're like fascinating yeah or they're news related or like things yeah. like that and I definitely had to take a huge break from that uh, I do <laughs> listen to some comedy I listen to a lot of like career oriented ones oh. I just listened to Sandra have you heard that one Mm-mm. it's um Gimlet and it's like a I think an eight-part story mm-hmm. it's a really good Kristen Wiig is one of the voices oh. and Ethan Hawke oh it's like a play it's like a play it's really good and each episode's like 27 to 30 minutes long like a half hour episode of tv yeah but the voices and everything and the plot is really interesting so if you want something like super quick and like just a quick story um sandra's really good i haven't listened to one of those like like a read you know like an old-timey radio drama podcast yeah um i listened a little bit to was it welcome to night Vale? was Mm. one um there was one where busy phillips was a voice on it um Oh, busy. That's a voice you can yeah. determine from a mile away. I've only listened to a couple. Um, they're, the professional ones are really good. Like, the pacing's really good. Yeah. And so, and then it's like, you hear people's phone calls and, and kind of different right. stuff. And yeah, some of them are really good. And they get really famous actors to be on a lot of them. So... Because that's such, probably, like, an easy fucking paycheck. Right? That is probably, they probably get paid, like, such a nice amount of money to sit in, because you know they probably just film the whole, or film, record the whole thing at once, right? Oh, yeah, So they just sit in there and record this. I'm imagining, like, a round table situation (laughs) where they just record, and then they take a little break, and then they record again. Yeah. And probably knock it out in a weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Good gig. But, yeah, apparently radio show I can see why they were popular but now it's cool because we have so much technology that like people are Skyping in the show or they're like 
you know, on the phone in the show. So then there's like a lot of stuff where the audio doesn't feel weird that it's audio, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's podcast for today. <laughs> Sandra. Sandra. Media. And why won't you date me if you like filthy comedy? Oh, because I love filthy comedy. She's pretty filthy, but I love her. <laughs> um, so, what else is new? Happy weekend. Happy weekend. I sang karaoke this weekend. Um, I sing karaoke probably once a year, maybe once every two years. I haven't karaoke in a while. We used to do it a lot, I feel, when we were younger and yeah. drunker. Well, because I have to be like this pretty drunk as my base level to even mm-hmm. put a song in there. Um, but we went in the daytime. <laughs> daytime karaoke. Daytime happy hour karaoke at the Rock Box. And I ended up singing a lot because <laughs> I was very drunk. You know what I like about the rock box? Well, one, I love a private room. I can do a private room. No problem. Yeah, I love the private room. Although I have, I did sing part of your world. Like this guy put in, remember that one time we went to Booty and I danced on the stage? I was that drunk. Yes. Okay. It was that night. Oh we yeah. Because we met up with our friend Lingo. Yes. We went to Rockbox and I, some guy put in part of your world, but didn't have anyone to sing it with. So I sang it with him. Yeah. <laughs> I was real drunk. Yeah. I have to be that level of drunk. Yes, me too. I sang um, Summer Lovin' with a guy this time. Yeah. And then I met this really lovely couple. Um, they were super hot lesbian ladies. And we sang some song together. And one girl was like, I lost my virginity to this song. I was like, ooh, okay. And then they put in Pump Up the Jam with my name on it. Oh, Pump Up the Which, Jam. Pump it up. Fun song. But you have to say the words Pump Up the Jam so many times. Was it starting to be, was it getting to the point where like you were saying it weird because it started to feel Yeah, weird? like it started to be like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but I mean, you're drunk and then you're singing a song that is just the same words over and over again. Yeah. So oh, I oh, was a little uh, annoyed oh. that the couple that I sang with and loved and they told me about losing their virginity would give me a shit song. They bamboozled you. They bamboozled. That's a good, that's kind of a good song though. But then they just left. They didn't even see me sing it. That's mean. But, That's just cool. but it was daytime and it was happy hour, so there wasn't a lot of people singing. So you, if you didn't go for your song, it was almost like, oh, this is awkward. awkward. Because yeah. your name's come up multiple times. Oh, man. But yeah, so that was fun. Um, don't need to karaoke for a while because the hangover afterwards. Yeah, I'm not really a big fan of karaoke anymore. Yeah, but the room. The room is still okay. The room is still fine. There was one instance where a bunch of us got a room and just ended up singing Disney songs the whole time. I love it. And that was fun. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a room soon. Yeah. Because right. the happy hour room price isn't that bad. It's cheap, yeah. Um, so, very Asian of us. <laughs> yes, I am partially Asian. <laughs> I'm happy the, the room thing came to America. Yeah, it's fun. It's super fun. It's way better. Yeah. Because, of course, you can make an ass of yourself in front of your friends. Naturally. And you get to have drinks and food in front of you. Sober or drunk. (laughs) (laughs) In Korea, it was... Uh, you just had to do it. It's just a it's just a, it's a, being. It's a requirement it's for a, living in Korea? Yeah. Yeah. And they're just everywhere. And they're cheap. And oftentimes we would just bring our own booze and food in. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's so. nice. And sometimes they'd have tambourines that lit up and had lights. Ooh, yeah. uh, that's good. And like, occasionally if you went to the fancy, they're called noribongs. If you went to the fancy noribongs. Yeah. <laughs> 
So some people call it Nori Bang, but it's Nori Bong. Um, bong means room, not bong. <laughs> um, so at the Nori Bong, you would uh, sometimes they'd have like light up mics or like bedazzled mics, and um, once you, once the karaoke machine starts playing, the lights go down, and then there would be like disco lights or like fancy Ooh. lights. Those are at the like high end kind of. Fancy Those are ones. the cool ones. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, you'd be you'd like it. I do like things that light up. Yeah, it's like you were all, you had your own dance floor. Oh, and yeah. you were karaokeing. Yes. So that does sound right with up my just alley. your friends. Yeah, that sounds really fun. Yeah. Yeah. So guess I'm going to Korea. <laughs> just just solely just for, for that and for singing. And then I'll a, come home. A Noribong a tour. Noribong, the name's so funny. Uh, what else? Nothing? Nothing. What about you? How's this weekend been? I mean, it's been the first weekend in a while. I've literally done nothing. I mean, I did clean. I ADD cleaned, which means I did it in little spurts. And while I was watching a TV show, because I, like, had too much energy to just sit and watch TV, but then, like, not enough to, like, focus clean. You know what I mean? But I, like dusted and I finally you dusted got, yeah. I never dust that's like one thing I'm super bad about let me tell you some I mean you only have the one animal and I know he sheds but I don't think anything sheds quite like Penny <laughs> like and look at her just scratching away and flicking on her hair all she over is the place. so beautiful she is beautiful but she's so fucking hairy and then moose sheds quite a bit too. So I just have like hair everywhere. I mean, I could make a wig of cat hair probably yeah. when I clean. Um, and you know, I did some laundry and I finally cleaned some dishes and cleaned my bathroom. You know, I just did like little things to make this place a little. It's not like the best shape, but it's it's more livable than it was. Well, I think if all the little things add up, so just keep doing little things. Yeah, and I watched all of last season of How to Get Away with Murder, and it was really good. And I watched, like, Father, a new movie on Netflix. And then I didn't really want to watch anything, like, too heavy, so I just started rewatching BoJack Horseman. Oh, yeah, that's not heavy. doesn't get heavy at all. No, not at all. <laughs> at least it's in half-hour spurts. <laughs> And they're cartoons, so it's almost, like, not real emotions. Yeah, it's still, I mean, it's, like, still funny, even though there's, like, some serious subject matter in there, but... Second season gets, I think, more serious than the first yeah, season. Yeah, I only watched the first two episodes, and they're still ace, They're still it's not... I love BoJack Horseman. I do, too. I'm excited for it to come back. Do you watch Bob's Burgers? Are you much no, of an animation person? I do like animation. I've never watched Bob's Burgers, but I've heard it's so good. I love Bob's Burgers. I mean, occasionally there are times where it's just not I mean they put out so many episodes but man occasionally it's so weird I think you'll like it okay. if you ever need like a I'll try it out yeah. I did try Rick and Morty oh I hate Rick and I Morty I could I didn't understand it it just wasn't my no it wasn't my comedy apparently yeah nope not my comedy either which I thought it would be because I'll I mean I watch some weird animation like I watch Adventure Time yeah which is trippy and weird but I think pretty funny sometimes uh-huh. I think it is actually for kids <laughs> well, I'm worried about kids who watch that show too much because it's kind of like an acid trip <laughs> oh well they don't know um but yeah I didn't know if you were an animation kind of yeah I mean like I love we I used to watch South Park quite a bit yeah me too um and I haven't watched it really in a long time and I watched Family Guy of course um and I just watched, I just rewatched Daria. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, give Bob's a try. Okay. There's so many seasons now, too, so. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the, thanks for the hot tip. The hot tip. <laughs> um, 
So, topic time. Well, it's summer. Summertime. Still. And we're not talking... Oh, I have a follow-up to my, our our teeny tiny sewed. Oh, yeah? I got my swimsuit, which I was super excited about because it was going to be my Baywatch swimsuit. Yeah. It's black. <laughs> they did not give it... But it's in the, in the packaging, it said poppy red. And I'm like, this is not red, Land's End. You fucked up. But they did message me on Instagram. They're like, oh, no, we want help. And I'm like, I guarantee you have no red ones left. Because I had to, as uh, I was saying last week, I had to try the weirdest combination to get them right. to get it in red. And so if that was so in the their inventory... Said red, yes. But the suit inside... It was, like, mislabeled. So if it was in their inventory as red, right. I guarantee they don't have another one that's actually red. So now, I mean, I still kind of like the bathing suit, but I have, like, 12 black <laughs> bathing suits. Like, do I need another one? <laughs> You're all excited for adding color to your wardrobe. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, so it's summer, and some of the best, like... I'd say childhoodish memories right. are around movies, specifically movies that come out in the summer. That are kind of about summer a little bit. So we're talking about summer movies today. Summer 90s movies. And we have a, a list of some goodies. Yes. And what we're going to do is Virginia is going to do a dramatic reading of yes. the IMDb um, description, and then we will discuss the film. Yes. Would you like to kick it off? Yes, I would. Are we going to go in this order? Um, I think do you so. have a better order? Um, no. I mean, these are all golden. Okay. All do right. Th- and now a dramatic reading now by Virginia. Reading. Should I do the reading and then tell them what it is? Or they have to guess. I'd say do the reading and then tell them what it is. All right. Morris Mud Himmel has a problem. His parents desperately want to send him away to summer camp. He hates going to summer camp and would do nothing to get out of it. Or anything. Or anything. (laughs) He'd do anything to get out of it. I have not read this yet, which is pretty (laughs) terrible as an actor. Um, Cold reading. Shit. Um, Talking to his friends, he realizes that they are all facing the same sentence. A boring summer camp. Together with his friends, he hatches a plan to trick all the parents into sending them to a camp of his own design, which would actually be a parent-free paradise, blackmailing former drama teacher Dennis Van Welker into helping. They must convince the parents that the camp is genuine and that they aren't allowed to visit. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, Will they or won't they? <laughs> which is usually reserved for... Love movies, but that's okay. <laughs> Will the parents show up or won't the parents show up? These are the stakes of a kid's movie. The high stakes. High this stakes is games. the amazing Camp Nowhere. Which I think you can still find on HBO. I freaking love this movie. Uh, Andrew Keegan had floppy hair in this movie. Oh and you know how in the 90s I was super obsessed with boys with floppy yes. hair who were bad boys. I mean, he was like a bully. I thought Andrew Keegan was so cute in this movie. Andrew Ke- Andrew Keegan now essentially weird. played well, <laughs> no, because he was supposed to. Okay, so let's list off the the camps that all the kids were supposed to go right. to. It was computer camp, fat camp, fat camp, drama camp, yep. and military camp. Yes, I think that was all of them. And then they just kind of created their own like, and they still did kind of campy stuff, which was very organized for a bunch of children. I know they're like logistical planning was top-notch. I mean, and they were like 12 and 13 years old. (laughs) 
It was very questionable. Right? How Not to they have were a able. logistics manager, but then to pull off some of the cha- scene changes that they did. Like, I no mean. stage manager. Fucking. And then, like, they got costumes and they got, like, the computer. I mean, it was. Oh, for parents. Yeah. So. Oh, for parents' day. Yeah. yeah. I guess we should go back. So. These kids create this camp, and we have to say, the the drama teacher, Dennis Van Welker, was Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, Which, so it's so weird, because you forget that Christopher Lloyd was actually super young when he did Back to the Back to the Futures. Because he had the white hair, you Because just he wasn't a, a crazy old man. He yeah. was, like, fairly young. So then, you watch Camp Nowhere, and he's like, I think, does he end up? Oh, no, no, no. They meet a doctor in town who he ends up, like, kind of dating. And she seems super young. And you're like, wait a minute. Doc Brown is how old. But he wasn't. He wasn't (laughs) old. But he's, like, this cool, like, whatever guy. And he's kind of the the chaperone, if you will. And he, like, lives in a trailer. (laughs) Yeah. And these kids just, like, create the most fun summer camp in the world. And then that one kid plays the national anthem on his guitar. I, okay, that's so weird. That's where my brain was going, too. I'm really <laughs> glad that you went there. That kid, I remember, because he was, like, a, like a, he was Australian or something, but he was, like, a, an award-winning guitarist at the age of 12, and they got him for this. I remember there being, like, an Entertainment Tonight segment about him really? or something like that. Yeah. And he did that, like, Jimi Hendrix. Like, yeah. He was <laughs> dope. So, yeah, so Andrew Keegan, not Joshua Jackson, Jonathan Jonathan Jackson, Jackson. who then was on, or he already was on General Hospital. He was Luke and Laura's son, Lucky. And I I had, like, such a thing for him, even though he was, like, kind of darky or whatever. And I was like, oh, he's cute. Like, I totally go over the cute guy. And then, of course, the fat camp girl who I totally related to. Who was, <laughs> was the in one. no way fat. Yeah. Even she when was she was like, in her, like, layers and layers of clothes. Yeah, that's how they made her <laughs> look fat. It was they just put her in a lot of clothes. She had so much clothes on. You were like, uh, you can't really bend your arms because they put you in so much clothes. Because that's what they do. Ugh. God, Hollywood. So, and, and then, um, the, I forgot what her name is, but that one girl who was, like, in every 90s as, like, the bitchy, like, pretty blonde, blonde girl. girl. Jessica Alba was in it. Yeah. Uh, who else was in it? Yeah, Andrew Keegan, who, he basically played, like, a tougher version of the character he played in 10 Things I Hate About You. Like, he played a douchier version of that right. character in 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes, because I think that was the character he could he only play. I watched 10 Things I about you not that long ago. Dude, I love tempting. But I mean, that's a, that's yeah. a horse of a different color. Yes. Um, but Andrew Keegan, do you know now, he, like... Has a cult. Yeah. Yeah. He's so I read weird. this huge article about it. It's down on Venice Beach. Mm-hmm. And they wear a lot of linen. They make kombucha. Yeah. And they, like, have free love. And... It's weird. It's weird. And he wears fedoras. <laughs> that's it's, a problem It's the right cult of the, of the, like... It's a fedora, fedora cult. cult. In um, California. In California. But, like, a lot of the stuff they say... Like... I get some of the stuff he's saying, but he's definitely the spiritual leader of it. I'm like, so it's definitely a cult. Yeah, sorry. If Andrew Keegan is the spiritual leader, it's a cult. It's not not a religion. I am sorry to everyone who maybe follows the kombucha cult. I don't know who you are, but maybe you should yeah. find your parents because you got to get out of there. He has the same hair. For yes. a long time, he still had that long hair. Then he, like, chopped it for a little while. I think he has a child now. Yeah. With one of the people in the thing. Yeah. And they take these, like, pictures together, and they're very, they're very, like, Instagrammy, you yeah. know, because, like, of their 
flower garlands and all this fucking bullshit. Yeah. And, yeah. I did notice a girl from the reboot of 90210 was in it, too. Yeah. This is going to be, like, that Nexium or whatever it's called. Oh, gosh. That's going to be the same thing's going to happen. You're going to get arrested for sex trafficking. So just stop what you're doing and return to your regular life and get out of the fedora kombucha cult. Anyway. Don't join the Don't know what happened, but this is also what happens when you're a child actor, and then you don't have any real plans for your life. Right. And you still need adoration, because when you were growing up, you had so much of it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it just ended, because really, his career after the 90s just gone. It died because he wasn't a good actor. He was not a good actor. But you guys, here's the thing. If you want your kids to be child actors, that's all fine and good, but make them do normal people things. Make them go to real school. Make them them take take breaks. Make them have friends. When your kids... When you're a child actor and you don't have anything to do but keep acting, then that's when you go crazy. Yes. But anyway, Camp Uh, Nowhere. Camp Nowhere. Of course, I wanted to go to this camp. I wanted to have my first kiss at this camp. When they, I was just like, just take me there. It was the cool. I yeah, like I said, I think it's still on HBO, and I want to watch it. Yeah, I kept oh. looking at it and being like, "Yeah, Camp Nowhere." Yeah, Camp Nowhere was also one of those movies where I wanted nothing more than to be a child actor, and I wanted to be a child actor in a movie like Camp Nowhere. Yeah, where it was like a bunch of kids together hanging out. They went to like a ranch and filmed it, and I was like, "That is my dream," and my dream never came true. The closest I got to it was I auditioned for Little Giants. Yes, and did not even get remotely close. I read for Becky, and I was too fat and not cute. So, the end! <laughs> and I auditioned for Snow Falling on the Cedars, which is not a kid Totally forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Um, told not, I was not Asian enough. <laughs> which is fine. I Story of your needed life. a Japanese person. Yeah. Um, Camp Nowhere. That is, I think, kind of a top old, like, summer campy movie. Can I tell you my favorite line in that movie? Okay. There is something where they need to give money to some guy who always played a bad guy. And Mud, at the end of the movie, like, hands over this money, hands over the cash, and the guy goes, you're a little short. And he goes, well, you're a little fat. And for some reason, that made me giggle so much every time I would rewind it just to watch that again, because it just really tickled me. Oh, man. Oh, greatest, greatest great. line in a movie. That is, is a great line. Yeah. Sassy kid. Sassy kids doing what they do best. All right. We're going on to movie number two. Okay. Read it. All right. I'm going to do it in a different style. Okay. Seven junior high school girls organize a day camp for children while at the same time experiencing classic adolescence growing pains. If you don't know what this is based off that dramatic reading, daycare you're camp. Wrong, then you're just, you did not live as a child because that, my friends, is the Babysitter's Club. The Babysitter's Club, B-S-C. I was like, oh shit. B-S-B. B-S-B. That's Backstreet Boys. Oh, I, I was, was tricking you. I was tricking you. Oh. Okay, I, here's what I have to say about this. I remember being very perturbed because there was a Babysitter's Club TV show. I watched that I loved. I think it was on the Disney Channel. Yeah. And I was, like, very attached. I loved these books. And my friends and I, as elementary school kids, had a babysitter's club. (laughs) We did. It probably sparked a lot of people's babysitting careers. Probably. But we were, like, we can do this. It was, like, a bunch of neighborhood kids, whatever. I was very irritated at first. But the movie ended up being quite wonderful. Yeah, I think 
because I'd watched the TV show so much, in my brain, that's just who I saw as the yeah. characters. And then when it was like, that's a different Stacy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? But they were also, the TV show was like less professional actors. And I think it was from Canada, which I think it was New York, actually. I think it? they like, like a PBS almost kind of. I think so, because they had really strong East Coast accents. Yeah. And I think Babysitter's Club is supposed to take place on the East Coast, but yeah, like it's very book, strong yeah. accents like that I remember. That I, I just recall. remember the quality had this kind of low budget. It was a little low budget. Yeah. A little, little soft focus, like. Yeah, Dini it was music. PBS is like the perfect way to describe yeah, it. Yeah. Yes, but I did love it. But then the movie, it was like, oh my god, you're bringing this to the big screen. Okay, so let's talk about who was in this. Um, wait, now I can't remember. Her name. Alex Mack, Larissa Olenek. Oh yeah, she was a she was Dawn, golden child of yeah the of 90s. the nineties. Rachel E. Cook. Rachel Lee. Was Mary Ann. Dawn and Mary Ann, as you will recall, were stepsisters. Yes. And best friends. Yes. Um, this girl who I now see quite often i think her name was blair brown played stacy and i was like who it like she just didn't hit the mark for me i was like who is this girl because were you a stacy or were you a don i felt i was i felt like i was a cross between the two of them of course because of course i'm a californian like flower child but at the same time <laughs> i'm so new york city chic and cool i couldn't choose between right but also christy and krista are such similar names but but you I'm definitely not are not a christy um you know i tried to so there were times in my life i tried to be a tomboy but just yeah. never panned out i obviously claudia because i was pigeonholed into this asian thing and couldn't see beyond that um yes. because i never saw asian people maybe <laughs> if i'd seen more of them growing up i'd <laughs> um when I was younger, my she's my cousin. We won't get into how she's related to me, but we would like go camping or like go to the mall as like you know like fifth or sixth graders, and she would always be. We would change our names to Stacy and like call each other by that, and she would call me Claudia. Aww. Like when we were out, we were like at the roller skating rink, and we'd be like Stacy, and you know that's not her name. <laughs> Um, yeah, where's that girl now? Trisha Joe. Well, who knows? Yeah, that's, oh, Brie Blair. Is that what I said? And then Skylar Fisk, who played Christy, is Sissy Spacek's daughter. Yeah. And then she ended up being in Orange County, which is a great movie. I love that movie. Um, who else? Oh, yeah. What was this guy on? Okay, so there was this, like, German guy who was on a very popular TV show who played Stacy's love interest. But what the hell was the TV show? Well, yeah, he was just on Sense8. And I was like, oh, he's old now, but so am I. Oh, yeah, he was on Saved by the Bell, the new class. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, Tim. So that was, like, kind of cool. And then the guy who played um, Marianne's boyfriend... Is that Logan? Logan, yeah. He was in, like, uh, what's this movie called? Hold up, hold up. Last Action Hero. Oh, and My Girl. Oh, My Girl 2. Oh, yeah, obviously My Girl 2, because what's-his-name died in My Girl 1. Well, spoiler alert if no one's seen My Girl. Well, if you haven't seen an over-20-year-old movie, you don't know that (laughs) reference. I'm sorry. But, yeah, I was like, oh, he's kind of dorky, like... 
That's not the Logan I see. What else has he been? His face is so familiar. That's what he's been in. Just those. Well, yeah, I don't think he's worked much since then. And then remember there was that nerdy dude who was like obsessed with Dawn, but he was kind of cute. I remember. Oh, yeah. And Marla Sokolov was in it, of course, because she she was was like the villain of the 90s. Yeah. Like she was just the bitch of the 90s. Um, And I remember they sang a song about like. I don't know, the nervous system or something, so Claudia Yes, she had to learn, she was in summer school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, he's kind of cute. This nerdy guy who was obsessed with Dawn, he's like very Jewy, which is my aesthetic totally. Like, (laughs) And he's got floppy long hair. Yeah, of course. And suspenders. That's what you do. He actually just kind of looks like a hipster now, but back then, suspenders and a bow tie were... (laughs) He just... He just looks... He's got quite the chiseled face now. Yeah, I'm, like, into I like, like a good chiseled face. But he, like, looks kind a little bit. I love a bushy eyebrow. He's got a good bushy eyebrow. <laughs> I'm into I'm into. They you all too. grew up to be very attractive You're probably, people. like, married because everybody's married. He's also know. older than us. By th- I mean, it's not a lot. It's, he's oh. three years older than us. Um, Anyhow. Yeah, Babysitter's Club, definitely, we all... They just did the right thing, and they were good people, and, you know... I read I read those books well into the, like, hundreds. Yeah. You know? I read so many of them. I just really felt a lot about the Babysitter's Club. Yeah. Okay, the next one's very special, so go ahead and read it. <laughs> oh, we kind of talk about this one a lot. Four 12-year-old girls grow up together during an eventful small-town summer in 1970. Well, Camp Nowhere got a really long one, and these ones are really short. I know, really it's short. very strange, but it's now and then. It's now and then. Okay, this blew my mind. The woman who wrote it created Pretty Little Liars. Oh, she's kept busy. She likes that four-girl kind of thing. Cannot be four. less or more. Cannot be less or more. Although Pretty Little Liars was far more mysterious than now and then, except for there was that weird thing with the old man and the bike and the yeah. cemetery now and then. Yeah. But Pretty Little Liars, let me tell you, because I know you didn't watch it, was... <laughs> oh, you know me so well. Oh, come on. <laughs> was a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. Whereas now and then really was more sensical. And it was very wholesome now and then. It was wholesome and sweet and charming and... And at that time, I don't know about you, but I think when we were in kind of middle schooly times, the 70s were really popular, like flares and patches and like daisies and like yes. peace well, signs. That always kind of comes back around. Oh, it does. Yeah. And then like the colored sunglasses. Yes. And And, like, I remember we had some kind of drive, you know, where we were raising money for school. And one of the um, gifts in sixth grade was, like, a pair of really round kind of Elton Johnny sunglasses. But, yeah, so I think – and then the soundtrack to this was really great. It's actually – I still love that soundtrack. Yeah. It's really good. It's, like, just a really good curated mix of 70s music. Yes. And a little earlier, yeah. Yeah, it's it's actually really – Brendan Fraser was in it. Wasn't he the... Um, oh my god, you're right, yeah. He was like a, vet, a Vietnam vet. He's like yes. disgruntled. Okay, but we do have to talk... Okay. Have we talked about Devin Sawa? Yes, we have talked about Devin Sawa and his penis. Oh, okay. And being naked. In a, a previous uh, pod. But, but I mean, we could always very, talk about Devin Sawa. It was like a very coming-of-age moment for us, I think. We were just like, oh. Naked boys in a river. <laughs> yeah. 
But then also being like, I Na- want wait. to look at that naked Are boy. Are they naked boys in the sea? No, they're in a river. Oh, okay. Or a lake. Or was it a river? It was a river. Okay. Or it was a lake. I think it might have been a lake. It was body of water. But it was not salt water, because they were like an inland kind of yeah. small town. Inland small town water, yeah. so God knows what kind of chemicals were in it. And those well, in boys the 70s, ended up it was probably into, okay. But isn't the cute thing that... Roberta ended up staying like they were still together. Oh, were they? I can't the, remember when they what... were adults, and she was like a doctor. Oh. And Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, she turned in. Christina Ricci turned into Rosie O'Donnell as <laughs> as one does. So Christina Ricci turned into Rosie O'Donnell. Gabby Thor Hoffman okay. turned into Demi Moore. Okay. Uh, Thora Birch turned into Melanie Griffith, and then, God rest her soul, that little Chrissy, whatever, yeah. the girl like Chrissy turned into Rita Wilson. Okay, yeah. And that girl passed away many years ago she from did. a drug overdose, which is really sad. It's really sad. Really sad, because she, I think, had, like, two things, and then she was done. Yeah. It's very sad. It's, again, Hollywood is a fucking shit show yes. for, for people, and if you don't have, like, a strong support system, or she was Canadian too, or things like that. Uh, but you can slip into that stuff so yeah, easily. It's, it's so readily available. Devastating. That one, I mean, that movie dealt with, like, I feel like a lot more adult... Compared to some other, yeah, like like the divorce, there was and divorce. There was a dead like parent, sw- yeah, swinging. weren't Thora Birch's parents swingers? Thora Birch's parents were very absent from her life, That's hence what it her was. like need for attention. Yeah, and I think they probably were like swingery types or something but they just very much left her alone and yeah she needed some kind of parental figure the kids need structure yeah it's like a thing she put balloons full of pudding to make boobies oh yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone ever try she that? wanted the texture <laughs> the texture yeah god that's funny <laughs> but i think yeah that was again another movie where you were like are you uh yeah and we line? definitely did that yeah. we were like in this if if our friends were these people, who would they be? Of course. And I think we were off about all of them. But that's okay. Yeah. I mean, you can never be just an archetype. I hope we're all more complex Yes, I do too. But that's a great movie. That movie. And you know what's sad is it's literally not streaming anywhere. You can't find it anywhere. That's so stupid. we were going to do a, a whole movie. pod about it. Yeah, but, and we wanted it. to rewatch it, but we couldn't. So... So Netflix or Hulu or anyone, Amazon, like, can someone stream it, please? Because that's a great movie. I actually think the kid-to-adult casting, other than probably... I don't really see Christina Ricci and Rosie O'Donnell being very good, but all the rest of them I thought were actually a really... Yeah. Like, Demi Moore and Gabby Hoffman at that time, like, very... Yeah. And I love that Rumor played her little sister. Oh, really? Yeah. Cute. Rumor. Rumor. Oh! That's what... So I've been... I just binge-watched all the last season of How to Get Away with Murder, and Lolita Davidovich played one of the moms, but she played, like, a French person. Mm. And I was like, why do I know her so well? Like, why... I mean, like, she was, like, a popular actor in the 90s, but, like, why do I know... She was the mom and now and that she was uh, Gabby Hoffman's mom. Oh. The things we yeah. learn. Um, okay. Yeah, everything about that. And then it was that thing where they, like, rode their bicycles. I mean, it had this, like, a lot of kid movies, Stranger Things. Kids are just riding their bicycles around I everywhere. don't know anything about riding a bicycle. <laughs> Chris is very adamant about her hatred towards bicycles. I hate them, and I will not ride one. But, but it is just I a have very driver's cliche, license. It's a very cliche thing for, you know, those, like, 12 to 13-year-olds, because that is how a lot of them get around. 
Um, but, you know, they're always, like, riding their bike and going to graveyards, apparently. Yeah. I kind of, I feel, I do feel like I kind of missed out by not living, the thing that was fun, not fun, but fun for them was that they lived in that new build community that they were, like, flashing, like, you know, flashlights in each other's rooms because they were so close to one another. Yeah. So that kind of would have been, like, a fun way to grow up, but. Yeah. I did ride my bike a lot. I, there was a summer, I think it was either sixth or seventh grade, where I rode my bike to various different beaches in Bellevue. <laughs> I went to like Enatai Beach on my bike and I went to Medina Beach on my bike. Because you could do that then. It was safe. Now, it was totally fine. Could you imagine trying to ride your bike now from no, your mom's house anywhere? No, no, Jeez definitely not. Jeez Like, it's... Bellevue's so crazy. Yeah. And I, I mean, now, as, I think at one point, yeah, I went to, like, Medina Beach on my bike, which is actually really far from my house. Really far, yeah. (laughs) And I just, I would just ride my bike. We were actually living in a different place, but, um, yeah, I would just kind of ride my bike everywhere. Yeah, but that's... I tried to ride my bike once. Different time now. Um, okay, last one. Where is it? Okay. Um, our last one. Oh, we're going back in time. This was fun. Yeah. Um, in the summer of 1962, a new kid in town is taken under the wing of a young baseball prodigy and his rowdy team, resulting in many adventures. You guys, if you do not know what this is... You're literally missing out right. on the biggest pop culture You're killing me, Smalls. of our time. Oh. The Great Bambino. <laughs> that movie is so great. Yeah. Oh, it's the Sandlot. It's how you know how to build a s'more. First, you, first you get the mall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this movie was one like kind of before we were were really friends. Yeah. But it, it had everlasting. Um, you know, it was appeal. Appeal. Um, it was. I mean, I don't know about you, but I loved movies that had a core of like boys mm-hmm. when I was at age. I was like Newsies, yeah, Sandlock, yeah, like just boys, I just nothing but boys. boys. Yeah, <laughs> I knew very early. I was like, I don't like looking at boys. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something nice about, as a girl, I feel like it kind of gives you a little insight, even if you grow up with boys, like a little insight into like how guys think of it. Because like as a girl watching a coming of age story, like you're like, yeah, I've been there, but like you don't. Also, Hollywood didn't did make a ton of girl coming of age stories. No. So weird. <laughs> right? It was like, oh, stand by me. Nope, no girls. <laughs> no, that was a boy movie. And then The Sandlot kind of was too, but it was so endearing. And it was so cute. And it it had that, like, nostalgia feel where you were like, wow, 1962 seems really fun. It probably was. <laughs> not for me, because I would be Asian in 1962. And that okay, well, maybe not but for you. But it just, like, you know, again, they were, like, riding their bikes and going to the pool, and then they were having these, like, little adventures all yeah. summer long. And it was so cute. And what was his name? Something Rodriguez. What was his first name? Uh, Bobby? <laughs> no. Anyway, <laughs> he was so cute. And then that guy ended up being in uh, The Mighty Ducks. The, the Rodriguez guy? I think so. Mike Vitar. What's his real name? Benjamin Franklin Rodriguez. Benny. Let's Benny see if I'm right. Rodriguez? D2. Oh, he's in D2. The, and D3. Look, he hasn't worked since 1997. He's Where are you his, at? He's doing all his own thing. Yeah. I think I saw a picture of him of a, like a, where, what they look like now, and it was maybe from Facebook or something. He's still very cute. Um, I, so we were just talking about this. There was a thing that was just going around. Um, Patrick Red who played uh, Ham and Tom Geary who played Smalls. 
were just out and about and some kid was wearing a shirt that had like ham on it and so they were like hey can we take a picture with you and the kid didn't get it like he didn't realize that Patrick Renna the guy standing in front of him was on his shirt that is hilarious so you guys just do everybody a favor make your kids watch these movies because one it'll show them what life was like without a smartphone or an iPad (laughs) two they're just like classic movies yeah and now they're all period pieces well I mean these ones were to begin with but like now and now they really are yeah yeah Cam Nowhere is now a period movie (laughs) you look at their haircuts you're like oh Man. <laughs> I don't like calling it a period movie. I feel like those have to be in the, like, 1800s. <laughs> yeah, but things from the 60s and 70s are still period Yeah, movies. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, I, the Sandlot made me want to play softball, but I have not a sporty bone in my whole body, so... I, I mean, we discussed it. this a couple episodes yeah. ago. I did play softball, but I'm cool. I'm good. I'm really happy that the dog ended up being friendly. Of course the dog was friendly. He was just loud. He's kind of like Moose. Moose is being really good, by the way. He's tired. Oh, he's sleeping like a little angel. Yeah. Um, Moose did try to eat Virginia's muffin right off her plate earlier, like a sneaky little shit. Little sneaky guy. And it was adorable, but terrible yeah. manners. Um, like in the middle of eating it. Yeah. Well, I will say, there's a movie I really want to see this summer yeah. called Eighth Grade. Yes. Which is apparently, like, amazing. I just saw, what's his name on one Bo of the Burnham. shows? Yeah. I tried to watch one of his stand-ups the other day, and it was very strange. I couldn't do it. He's kind of a strange guy. He is, but I'm very jazzed about this movie, and I want to see it. Yeah. We'll sort that out. Yeah, I'm waiting for you to see it. Throw some fucking dates, lady! Okay. <laughs> Um, anything else about summer movies? Um, they were a good escape. They were a good escape. It was sometimes nice if we, it was like that one week in Seattle when it was hot, you could go in the air conditioning, watch something. But even like, I feel like as kids, we had a lot of sleepovers in the summer, like almost constantly rotating who was sleeping at whose house, you know? And, and you're in this constant state of sleepovers, and so you you watch movies well late into the night. And yeah, yeah, it's just part of like the fun of not being in school. Oh man, I miss that feeling. I miss that summer vacation feeling. You know what I right? mean? Like when you're just like you're just home, and you're too young to have a job, and so you're just like doing whatever all day. Yeah, and you kind of have all the time in the world, right? You had yeah. time to be like, I'm bored. Yeah, what's being bored like? Yeah. Well, now I'm like I'm an adult and. I can just do whatever I want so boredom doesn't really happen yeah. because I can just literally do whatever I want I, boredom doesn't happen because I'm so freaking busy <laughs> and then when I do like this weekend when I do finally get a weekend I'm like I'm not leaving I'm not leaving my house or this couch right I'm here I'm implanted butt is down in chair for the weekend yes well uh, summer movie time is man summer is like kind of weirdly wrapping up a little How is it's already August. It really I don't is. Know. I'm really and it's sad. Like not even we're like in the middle of August, and that weirds yeah. me out because the summer, the summer is of course always like extra busy. I feel like more people are like, let's go out, let's do this, let's you know meet up, let's go to this patio. Um, yeah. <laughs> then in the winter, and it just goes by really, really. Quick. Ugh, the youth don't know how good they have it. <laughs> Time seems to go by slowly. And then when you're old, it just goes by like so. Two fast. years felt like it was like seven I months. Know. So. I know it. 
Um, well, let us know if you have a favorite summer movie. Um, yeah, what's the best summer list? movie of your right? childhood? Doesn't necessarily. These were fairly like camp based. A couple of them. I literally but. looked at summer movies, and they came out in the summer. Good. So they were movies that weird. came out in the summer. They just happened to time them with the summer. Good probably thinking, marketing for people. reason. Yeah. <laughs> um. And as always, please rate, review, subscribe, share, like whatever you gotta do. We appreciate it. All right, everyone. See you later. Go watch your summer movie now. Bye.